It is a joy to be with all of you. Pastor Matt, thank you. It has been a privilege to serve with Pastor Matt in a few venues. I watch his ministry and your ministry together. Our church, God's kingdom, needs you for such a time as this. It needs the gifts you have, the spirit you have, the passion you have for the gospel, the focus you have for the gospel. I give thanks to God for you. 75 years and counting, moving forward as a dynamic ministry. And I know your leadership, your skills, your gifts are a blessing, Pastor. So thank you so much. It's a joy. Let's hear it for your pastors and staff here. Truly blessing, yes. I was so glad when Matt Popovich said, I'm coming back to Texas. I was so glad. It was a good way to start my tenure as district president, too. You know, this congregation was probably around the 200th or so, a little more than that, church plant in Texas in the ninth. You know, we started in 1906 as something called the Texas District. This is about the 200th plant. Every congregation in Texas has been a congregation planted. It was the multiplication of the gospel in a new place, in the new community. There are about 400 congregations and mission stations now. Last year, 15 new congregations were started in Texas. Over the past 20 years, on average, one new church has been started every six weeks in Texas to bring the gospel to others. It's a great blessing. And it's truly an apostolic model. It is the sharing of resources, the sharing of prayers, the sharing of encouragement, strengthening one another, so that in addition to the wonderful work congregations like yours do in the community and even further around the world, we're all leveraging resources to make sure that we're not missing our neighbors, that we're not missing any communities. Our prayer is that by the 125th anniversary of the Texas District in 2031, we will have sent 500 new servant leaders, that's church planters and evangelists, to 500 new communities in Texas. That's our prayer. And we're moving along that way. God is good. He is gracious. Half of the new congregations planted over the past 20 years speak a language other than English. So we are rejoicing in new cultures, new generations, new communities, new neighborhoods, for the sake of the gospel, hearing the cross of Jesus Christ and the message of his faithfulness. You have a great theme for your anniversary through all generations, drawn from Psalm 100. And I was looking at that last verse of the psalm, verse 5, and it says, The Lord is good. His steadfast love endures forever. His faithfulness through all generations. When I look closely at the verse in the original language, I notice something very unique about that scripture passage. There are no verbs in it. That's unusual. There are no verbs. The Lord is good. His steadfast love endures forever. His faithfulness through all generations. It's really connected with prepositions. Here you have a wall of prepositions, and that word through really stands out in the psalm. Because God is letting you know that he is faithful always. And that he is faithful with you, for you, in what you're going through, even now. And maybe you needed to hear that today. He will get you through it because of his grace. And God shines his light through you as a congregation and as an individual, giving you purpose, giving you a why to bless others, to bless your family your neighbors, your coworkers, your friends, one another in church, this community in the world.
God gives you good prepositions. That's what hit me when I read this verse. God gives you good prepositions. Now, I think we have to do a little remedial English class because I'm talking about prepositions and maybe you don't remember exactly what a preposition is. A preposition is one of those little words that connects a noun or pronoun, so person, place, thing, and directs it. It determines its destiny. So if you're facing a brick wall, it's the preposition that's going to let you know if you're going to go over it, around it, or into it. Prepositions are really important. Words really matter. And God gives good prepositions for your life. Think about it. Think about it. There are lots of different prepositions. In fact, my wife learned a preposition poem when she was in middle school. She could, I, I was thinking of getting a video of her and saying, can we play the video of my wife reciting the preposition poem? Because she still remembers it. It's just hardwired into her system. I don't think my wife would have wanted to do that. And uh, as pastors, we kind of embarrass our family sometimes. So instead, uh, she gave me the poem, and I'm going to read it to you. All right? And it's, it's these words up here. Here's the preposition poem. So you get an idea of what prepositions we're dealing with, okay? It goes like this. Until, by, into, after, from, across, against, with, toward, on, among, around, along, of, to, beside, below, at, through. Upon, in, for, beneath, between, behind, before, without, within. Up, over, under, down, about, since, underneath, except, throughout. That is the preposition poem. Isn't that something? Now, the one thing about prepositions is life in this world, life in our fallen state, in this chaos, tends to give you some really difficult prepositions. It's very challenging to walk through this world, walk through this life, because it dishes out prepositions that crush you and that take life out of you. Think about it. You have anxiety, struggles in life, and you feel like the world is on your shoulders. It's a tough preposition. You look on social media and it looks like everyone's having great meals, perfect times together, and that they're loved by thousands, maybe more but you feel like it may be everyone except you. That's a tough preposition. You survey the situation, you hear the 24-7 cycle of news and there's chaos and division and war and disaster. And sometimes you just feel like you are walking through life without hope or help. That's a tough preposition to live with. You survey what's happening in your life and even over the holidays and into a new year, and you understand the challenges you're facing, illnesses you're dealing with, the loss of loved ones, grief, pain. And sometimes you feel you are stuck beneath a pall of grief and loss. And then you look inside. You take a look at your life and you see your own failures. You see where you've fallen short, where you've disappointed others, where you've sinned against God. And you see the darkness of your own heart, the difficulties of your own life, and you feel like grief and shame just hang over your head. Those are tough prepositions. And those are the prepositions that get piled upon you as you walk through life alone, walk through life in a chaotic, fallen world. It's a difficult place, and it's so easy 
to give up any hope and to feel like you don't have any help or life. And that's why Psalm 100 is so great. And that's why the theme for this anniversary is so life-giving. Faithfulness through all generations. Because God doesn't give you the bad prepositions. He gives you good prepositions that lift you up, that carry you through. God loves you so much, he sent his son into the world. God promised that he will always walk with you. And this preposition through, that big one highlighted right here, is so key. Because Jesus walked through the steps of your life perfectly in your place to heal the wounds, to heal the relationship between you and God, and to give you hope of God who loves you and cares for you. Jesus walked through the cross and through death itself to rise again so that you could have life-giving prepositions of God's grace and love that are poured into you because he cares so deeply about you. Think about it. Through baptism. The Lord pours his spirit into you, the forgiveness of sins, and calls you his treasured, precious child forever. Through the living word of God, your lifeline, even now as you sit here celebrating this day, through the living word of God, you receive hope again, encouragement again, the forgiveness you needed. You receive the guidance and wisdom you crave for life. He carves a pathway for you, a lamp to your feet, a light to your path. More precious than silver or gold is what you receive through God's living word that goes into your heart. And he speaks to you today and says, you'll get through this because I got through it for you first. I'm carrying you through. When you receive the Lord's Supper, that great gift, Think of the prepositions, in, with, and under the bread and wine. Through this great gift, Christ lives in you. It's not you alone. It's not you on your own. It's not yourself. He lives in you. The life you live is life by faith in the Son of God who loved you and gave his life for you. Good prepositions, pouring into your life. A wall of prepositions, lifting you up and breathing new life and eternal hope into you. That's what God gives. Now, I want to tell you, 75 years ago when this congregation started, a group of people got together and they surveyed the world. Remember what was going on in the 1940s. A world war had just, had just concluded. 20 years before this congregation started, a Great Depression wreaked havoc economically. And then through the war, rationing and scarcity prevailed. People in the 1940s we're grieving the loss of loved ones. One out of every 20 people in our nation lost someone precious during the war. Can you imagine the stress, the anxiety, the sadness that was going on during that time, during that decade? All the things they had seen and heard and suffered through the worries they had for themselves and for their families. And into that context, the founders of this church said, we need to start a church. They gathered together with each other. They rallied together around the cross of Jesus Christ and the gospel because they said, our world has had enough of life-crushing prepositions. The people of our community need God's life-giving gifts. They need to know that Jesus, their faithful God, is faithful to them through all generations, through all times, through anything the world would throw at us, through anything our hearts 
would cause. And so they started this church. And they did it with vim and vigor. It's amazing. This church plant was the very first church plant in the history of the Texas District of the Lutheran Church, Missouri Synod to be totally financially self-sustaining in six months' time. That's a tribute. That's a tribute to the generosity and faith of those who have come before. And I'll tell you, it's unheard of. Even church plants now, it doesn't happen. This is people railing together, sacrificing. And there's even more proof. The first building that was built had the total overall cost of the building cut in half because the members of this church, the people who started it, gave their time and all the labor knowledge they had to actually build the church and save the money. Isn't that something? The people of this congregation were passionate about giving God's good and wonderful life-giving prepositions to a world and community in need. They did so with vim and vigor, and they showed so clearly that God is faithful through all generations, that he gets us through everything and anything by his grace, and that his light shines through us, his people, to others to bless them. What a great gift. What a wonderful blessing to share. You know, I've got a one-and-a-half-year-old grandson, and he was at our house on Friday. Uh, he was playing with all kinds of, we have toys at Grandma and Grandpa's house, all the kind of things the boys like. And so we have tractors and trucks and blocks and balls. And every time he saw something that was really good, you know, a ball, a block, a tractor, he says, this is one of his one-and-a-half-year-old words, he says, wow. <laughs> it's great. Wow. Wow. Everything. You give him something, wow. Isn't it? Isn't it great to see that thrill happening in a new little human being? This is the thrill you're called to give the people in your life. This is the thrill you're called to give to every person in every classroom of this ministry, every interaction, every relationship in this neighborhood and throughout the world. You are bringing the good prepositions of God, the faithfulness of God through it all, through all generations, so that more people instead of groaning under the weight of brokenness and negativity, could say, wow, to the grace and love of God. What a why. Isn't that a great why for you? So my question for you, as you celebrate your anniversary, as you think of your own walk is, what prepositions are directing your life? Are they the ones that come from the voice in your head, the worries, the negativity, the self-criticism? Are they the ones generated from social media or the world around you, from what others think? Are they generated from your past, brokenness in your life? What prepositions are directing your life? My prayer for you today is that God's good prepositions will take root in your heart and soul, that you will surrender to those good prepositions and say, Lord, here I am. Let me trust you and receive this blessing. Let me receive that breath of new life through me by your grace. Let me see your faithfulness through all generations in my life. And Lord, let me walk with you so that I see that you get me through it. And let your light shine through me so that I can bring that hope and gift to others. What prepositions are directing your life? I want to ask the same thing of you as a church. What prepositions are directing your church? You know, there is a temptation today for the Christian church that is dangerous and it's difficult. The temptation is that the church 
mimics and echoes the negative, divisive narrative of the world to the point of hate and snarkiness, to the point of exclusion and being against people. See, those prepositions are not from God. Your calling as a church is to steward the good prepositions God gives you so that you are a church that lifts people up, letting them know that God is for them and Jesus is with them, letting them know that God is faithful through it all for them, letting them know that they have a precious gift from their Savior who loves them and pours out his favor upon them through the death and the resurrection of Jesus Christ for them. You have the opportunity in the next 75 years to make sure that you are setting the bar for even the church, that you are not veering from God's word or from the gospel, that you will stick with the good prepositions of God and nothing will sway you from that. Not politics, not trends, not chaos, not moral commentary, nothing will sway you from holding firm and fast in doling out generously the good prepositions of God so that all the people you impact can say, wow, wow, God is faithful. He's faithful through all generations. He's faithful to me. He's faithful through it all. Let's bow our heads and pray. Oh, gracious God, we praise you for your faithfulness through it all. Increase our faith and our trust and shine your light through St. Mark, through each one of us, so that more people can come to know the beauty of the good prepositions of grace you shower upon us. In Jesus' name, and all God's people said, amen. <laughs>